Hi, my name is Eric Ludi, and you're listening to my Ask Eric podcast. Thanks for joining me. Let's get down to the business of talking about truth. Does Christianity value logic? Logic oftentimes feels like something outside of Christianity. And us Christians are sort of these wild-eyed, uh, uh, strange-minded people that uh, don't really uh, align ourselves with reality. When in actuality, it's, it's, it's rather humorous, but the entire idea of logic flows out of the person of Jesus Christ. So, yes, uh, we actually as Christians do value logic, even though we live in a world that is becoming more and more postmodern, which is almost like the forsaking of logic. But let's let's go through something. I, I have a message that is releasing uh, this weekend, and it's called The New Lego Collection. If you want a link to it, you can go to our show notes and go straight there. Uh, but you know, you hear the word, the new Lego collection. Of course, it's somewhat of a play on words because we understand what Legos are. My kids love Legos. My my son Hudson is one of those stop motion Lego filmmakers. He loves using Legos to make his movies and it's really fun uh, for us as a family. So there's a lot of depth there, but the word Lego in Dutch means play well. And so Hudson's always told me that. And so it's funny because I can then say, well, in the Koine Greek or the biblical Greek, it means to speak intelligibly. So it actually is this concept of forming logically a whole bunch of words together that when you put them out and speak them or say them, they make sense. And that's the idea of Lego. And so it's a verb uh, in the in the Greek to to enunciate a very, very significant concept in scripture. See, in the Hebrew and the Greek, which make up, that's the, the ancient languages that make up the Bible as we know it. Uh, it also has Aramaic, but the two main ones are Hebrew and Greek. And so uh, in both of those languages, their, their roots are verbs. And it's like an action book. The whole book is based in verbs. So it's like, hey, don't just hear it, do it. I, I love that about the Bible. Uh, but this word lego is actually the foundation for three critical words in the Greek language. And one of them, depending on your level of Greek understanding, you may even know. And if you've ever heard of the logos, you know, Jesus is the word, that's actually from the word lego. And so the, the correct pronunciation, if you're very smart, uh, would be logos uh, in the Greek. But so that's logos or logos. And then there's another word called logikos and another word called logizomai. If you were to weave these words together, what you have is the gospel. And that's what's so amazing. It flows out of this logical uh, connection of these key three words. You see, logos itself is the idea of word. And so I have something inside of my mind. You don't know what it is. And so I could say, hey, tell me what's inside of my mind. You could say, I can't, it's invisible to me. And you'd be right. You see, a thought inside of my mind, an idea inside of my mind is not something you can just guess at. Technically, you could guess that, but you wouldn't get it right because it's hidden. It's invisible, just like God. It says that God is invisible, but Jesus Christ, the word of God, has revealed him. You see, what a word is, it's like take my invisible thought, and now I clothe it in a word. And I want you to understand, so what I do is I stick it into a word and shoot it out into the air, and it goes in through your ears and into your mind. You're like, well, I actually know what you mean. What you are thinking, that which is invisible is now known to you. I've conveyed something that is inside of me to now that which is inside of you. See, that's how the word of God, Jesus Christ, works. He takes that which is invisible and conveys it to us. God has something he wants to share with us. How did he share it with us? Through his son or through his word, which we know is the text of scripture and the 
the person of Jesus Christ. And so that's the word logos. But then you take my second word that I said, which is uh, logikos or logikos. That's actually the root for logical. That's where our word for logic even comes from. And it stems from this. And which is a really beautiful thing for me to recognize because this is the way I always think about it. I don't know if you've ever felt this. You know Jesus and you're driving around in this world and you're looking at all these people that reject Jesus and say, how could they reject Jesus? If he is who he says he is, it's only logical that you would say yes to him. That's exactly what the Bible teaches. It teaches good logic. And that is, hey guys, you're a sinner. He's your savior. It's only logical that you would give your life to him and believe in him. Repent, believe. It's only logical. And then you have this third word. I know these are big words. You're learning a lot of Greek here. And that's logizomai. And that's the action. If it is logical that Jesus is the one solution, what should you do? You should logizomai. It's the action that fits logic. If you really think that this is true, what should you do about it? If the Bible says repent and believe, what should you do? It's only logical, guys. What would you do? You would repent and believe. And that's logizomai, typically translated as reckoning in scripture, to reckon. So let me go through this real quick. I'm going to use the illustration of Rahab and the two spies. Remember Jericho, where you have the land of Canaan and the Israelites are now after 40 years, uh, now going to step in and take it under Joshua's rule. And uh, they, they send two spies in and they meet with this prostitute in the city of Jericho, Rahab. And Rahab believes that God's uh, army is stronger than Jericho and that God deserves uh, his due. And so in, so in this transaction, in other words, if you look at these two spies, what they are carrying is the logos. They are carrying the message that one more powerful than Jericho has arrived into town. Here, take this red cord and hang it from your window as a symbol of your faith. So if you're Rahab, you have now heard the truth. That which is invisible has been made visible to you. There is an army that you may not be able to see right now, but it is right over yonder and it is coming to take this town. Where do you stand? And so all of us need this same message that Rahab gets. Jesus has conquered the devil. He has won the victory and he is coming again. Before he gets here, here's a red cord. And you may want to hang it outside your window as a symbol of your faith. Okay, now what would be logikos or logical in this? It's only logical that if you believed that one more powerful than Jericho had arrived, you would do as the logos says to do. What does the Bible say to do? It says repent and believe. Or in this case, hang the red cord out your window. So logizomai is exactly that. It's the action of logic. If this really is true, if the logos is true, if the word of God is true, what should we do? You see, logizomai, the action of this, it's more than just answering a true-false test and saying, true, one more powerful has come, and then not sticking the cord out your window. It's actually, it's sort of a, a word that's similar to submit, enter, or send. So you write an email and say that's what the Word of God says. Write the email. And so, well, what do you also need to do with the email? You need to send it. You see, there is an extra action that is oftentimes missing in many of our souls, and that's sticking our faith on display. Do we really believe this? Are we willing to have our life back this up? Take that red cord, stick it out your window. Let the world take note that you stand with Jesus Christ. So, does God value logic? Yes. It is the basis of it. Everything that is reasonable and right flows straight out of Jesus Christ. 
Ask Eric was brought to you by the creative team at BraveheartedChristian.com, offering short films, books, articles, sermons, and yes, even podcasts like this one to build you strong in the person of Jesus Christ. At Bravehearted Christian, the agenda is to bring back the stuff of old. You know, the sort of Christianity that is lived out with the gusto of heaven, is rarely politically and or socially correct, and actually and practically works. Visit BraveheartedChristian.com or EricLudy.com to learn more about, yours truly, the loud mouth behind the microphone. If you would like to submit a question for me to consider on this podcast, please feel free to do so from our podcast homepage. Until next time, rock a sock. <laughs>